0: Welcome to Evangelism on Fire podcast. My name is Mark Thomas, an ordained pastor, a teacher of the best-selling book of all time, your host, and most importantly, your evangelism coach. And each week, I bring you an on-fire message to empower and coach you to live the most exciting life God has created you to live by actively sharing your faith in Jesus with others. I'm so thankful for our time together today. It's an honor spending time with you, Evangelism on Fire Nation. This podcast will truly inspire you, and I believe it will inspire so many people that you know. And if you're in Inspired and feeling moved to share this, then please message some friends, post this on social media, and let people know about this episode so we can get this message out there more. I appreciate you and everyone listening right now. And a quick reminder, please subscribe to Evangelism on Fire over on Apple Podcast right now and leave us a review at the end of this episode of the part that you were inspired by the most and spread the message of evangelism on fire forward. Aaron Rodgers once said, "I know I'm capable of greatness, and I'm expecting to reach that level." Ephesians 3:20 is our scripture of the day, and this is what it says: "Now all glory to God, who is able through His mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think." Evangelism on Fire Nation, welcome to episode 67. In today's episode, I'm going to. Take Take you to a place you may not want to go. It will be painful, but necessary. Warning, this episode is not for the faint of heart. You may want to turn this off now if you're not ready to handle the truth. If you're still listening, then this podcast is for you. It's meant for Christians just like you who know God has created you for more. Who know you're not living the Christian life to the higher calling God has called you to with serving him. You know you've got greater potential in reaching others for Jesus and their a higher purpose you're being called to. Sharing the gospel is not an experience. It's a lifestyle. It's also a process. It's like working out in the gym with weights. You don't develop muscle until your last three to four reps. And the truth is, most people can't work through the pain of those last three to four reps to obtain the best muscular development that they can obtain. They stop when it hurts. The last few reps will unearth and expose who you are. Your spiritual challenge of evangelizing is no different than those last 3 to 4 reps when working out with weights. The spiritual challenge you go through when it comes to evangelizing the gospel message is purpose driven. It's driven by God's directive to share about his son, Jesus Christ, the savior of the world with the world. It's the most powerful and important purpose that God has designed his family the body of Christ with taken part in. Yes, Jesus spoke this through his earthly lips into the ears of all his followers. He said this, I have been given all authority in heaven and earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So, the Great Commission has been given to us for a purpose. God gave Jesus authority over heaven and earth. On the basis of that authority, Jesus told his disciples to make more disciples as they shared the gospel message, baptized, and taught. With this same authority, Jesus commands us to tell others the gospel and make them disciples for the kingdom. So check this out. You, me, everyone who is a Christ follower, we are to accept the mission that Jesus gave us with the last words he spoke of instructions to the disciples. We are to go, whether it's next door, or to another country and make disciples in the first step of making disciples is sharing the gospel message with others. Truth bomb of the day. Check it out. Evangelism on fire nation. Here it is. We are not all evangelists, but we are called to evangelize, to fulfill the great commission, knowing that as we obey Jesus command of engaging in the mission of the great commission, we have the comfort in the knowledge that Jesus is always, with us come on hey in today's episode man hey let's call it for what it is let's get real as Christians we know that it's our purpose and responsibility to share Jesus with others we know that but we don't do what we know Jesus expects us to do why because it's a process and the first step of the process is for you today to make up your mind that you will not go your entire life without being involved in the mission of the Great Commission. You have to first decide that you're gonna stop playing games And you're going to grind out the last three to four reps of your spiritual process of evangelizing Jesus and get to work preparing to share the gospel message with humanity. Today is your day to make that decision. All I'm going to do as your evangelism coach is walk you through the most important process of you taking part in evangelizing. First, you already know in your deepest heart you're meant to do this. To accomplish the mission. That God has given to you, you have to control your emotions, overcome your self doubts. Know that it may be harder than what you think, but I want you to understand that you cannot fail to carry out the command given to you by your Savior. You've got to make a decision to take part in the command that Jesus has given to you. You must commit to the responsibility given to you. Yes, you're going to experience some level of suffering, some level of adversity. You're going to experience rejection. And I'm here to tell you that from the weakest to the strongest Christians listening today, you're going to feel the challenge of the command of engaging in the mission of the Great Commission. As your evangelism coach, I'm looking for those who will step up to the challenge of what Jesus commands us to do. I'm looking for those who will say, hey, here I am send me. Hey, here I am. Use me. I am looking for the ones who will accept the responsibility that Jesus has given to his followers. If this is you, I'll coach you to the next process of the ultimate reason you should listen to the rest of this episode. The reason is found in our action step of the day. In Evangelism on Fire Nation, here's today's action step if you're still listening. Most Christians who argue for the existence of hell live least like it exists. We say we believe in this place, but we don't tell anyone about this place. We must decide to make a change today. Come on, decide, yes, I'm ready to accept my calling for greatness. Again, sharing the gospel is not an experience. It's a lifestyle. It's also a process. Your process today is to be reminded of the resurrection of Jesus. This will empower you with heavenly knowledge of what you're preparing to share when engaging in the mission of the Great Commission. So right now, hey, let's read together the gospel message summed up, given to us by the Holy Spirit, written through the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, starting in verse 1. Let me now remind you, dear brothers and sisters, of the good news I preached to you before. You welcomed it then. And you still stand firm in it. It is this good news that saves you if you continue to believe the message I told you. Unless, of course, you believe something that was never true in the first place. I passed on to you what was most important and what had also been passed on to me. Christ died for our sins, just as the scriptures said. He was buried and he was raised from the dead on the third day, just as the scriptures said. He was seen by Peter and then by the 12. After that, he was seen by more than 500 of his followers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have died. Then he was seen by by James and later by all the apostles. Last of all, as though I had been born at the wrong time, I also saw him, for I am the least of all the apostles. In fact, I'm not even worthy to be called an apostle after the way I persecuted God's church. But whatever I am now, it's all because God poured out his special favor upon me and not without results. For I have worked harder than any of the other apostles. Yet it was not I, but God who was working through me by his grace. So it makes no difference whether I preach or they preach, for we all preach the same message you have already believed. And this next section speaks of the resurrection of the dead, starting in verse 12. But tell me this, since we preach that Christ rose from the dead, why are some of you saying there will be no resurrection of the dead? For if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, then all our preaching is useless, and your faith is useless. And we apostles would all be lying about God, for we have said that God raised Christ from the grave. But that can't be true if there is no resurrection of the dead. And if there's no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is useless and you are still guilty of your sins. In that case, all who have died believing in Christ are lost. And if our hope in Christ is only for this life, we are more to be pitied than anyone in the world. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. He is the first of a great harvest of all who have died. So you see, just as death came into the world through a man, now the resurrection from the dead has begun through another man. Just as everyone dies because we all belong to Adam, everyone who belongs to Christ will be given new life. But there is an order to this resurrection. Christ was raised as the the first of the harvest. Then all who belong to Christ will be raised when he comes back. After that, the end will come when he will turn the kingdom over to God the Father, having destroyed every ruler in authority and power. For Christ must reign until he humbles all his enemies beneath his feet. And the last enemy to be destroyed is death. For the scriptures say God has put all things under his authority. Of course, when it says all things are under his authority, that does not include God himself who gave Christ his authority. Then when all things are under his authority, the son will put himself under God's authority so that God who gave his son authority over all things will be utterly supreme over everything everywhere if the dead will not be raised what point is there in people being baptized for those who are dead why do it unless the dead will someday rise again and why should we ourselves risk our lives hour by hour? For I swear, dear brothers and sisters, that I face death daily. This is as certain as my pride in what Christ Jesus our Lord has done in you. And what value was there in fighting wild beasts, those people of Ephesus, if there be no resurrection from the dead? And if there is no resurrection, less feast and drink, for tomorrow we die. Don't be fooled by those who say so such things, for bad company corrupts good character. Think carefully about what is right and stop sinning. For to your shame I say that some of you don't know God at all verse 35 in this section talks about the resurrection body here's verse 35 but someone may ask how will the dead be raised what kind of bodies will they have what a foolish question when you put a seed into the ground it doesn't grow into a plant unless it dies First, And what you put in the ground is not the plant that will grow, but only a bare seed of wheat or whatever you are planting. Then God gives it the new body he wants it to have. A different plant grows from each kind of seed. Similarly, there are different kinds of flesh. One kind for humans, another for animals, another for birds, and another for fish. There are also bodies in the heavens and bodies on the earth. The glory of the heavenly bodies is different. Different from the glory of the earthly bodies. The sun has one kind of glory while the moon and the stars have another kind. And even the stars differ from each other in their glory. It is the same way with the resurrection of the dead. Our earthly bodies are planted in the ground when we die, but they will be raised to live forever. Our bodies are buried in brokenness, but they will be raised in glory. They are buried in weakness, but they will be raised in strength. They are buried as natural human bodies, but they will be raised as spiritual bodies. For just as there are natural bodies, there are also spiritual bodies. The scriptures tell us the first man, Adam, became a living person, but the last Adam, that is Christ, is a life-giving spirit. Verse 46. What comes first is the natural body then the spiritual body comes later adam the first man was made from the dust of the earth while christ the second man came from heaven earthly people are like the earthly man and heavenly people are like the heavenly man just as we are now like the earthly man we will someday be like the heavenly man What I am saying, dear brothers and sisters, is that our physical bodies cannot inherit the kingdom of God. These dying bodies cannot inherit what will last forever. But let me reveal to you a wonderful secret. We will not all die, but we will all be transformed. It will happen in a moment in the blink of an eye when the last trumpet is blown. For when the trumpet sounds, those who have died will be raised to live forever. And we who are living will also be transformed. For our dying bodies must be transformed into bodies that will never die. Our mortal bodies must be transformed into immortal bodies. Then when our dying bodies have been transformed into bodies that will never die, this scripture will be fulfilled. Death is Swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? Verse 56, For sin is the sting that results in death, and the law gives sin its power. But thank God He gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. In verse 48, So, my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. What an amazing summary of the gospel message. And let's keep in mind, my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. This is the secret sauce to living the life God created us to live. Most Christians live life frustrated, passive, unfulfilled, and powerless due to their lack of serving God in all these areas he created for us to serve him, creating a ripple effect of underserving others God desires to bring into the kingdom. Listen to this. Stats in the Greg Laurie book tell someone, state that 95% of Christians will die before ever leading one person to Jesus as their savior. Man, I'm here to coach you to not let this be you. I'm here to encourage you. Commit now to yourself and to God to not be a Christian that will live their entire earthly life, never leading someone to Jesus as their Savior. That, in my opinion, would be the ultimate tragedy in a Christian's life. Make an agreement now with yourself and with God to be in that 5% Christian group that will share the boom as a lifestyle. This is the very first step of the process of evangelizing your faith in Jesus with others. For those of you who have just made that commitment to yourself and that commitment to God, write that down on a sheet of paper, put it in the notes in your phone, place it somewhere that you'll see every single day so you can soak in that vision that you have made a commitment to not go your entire life, not sharing the gospel message with people and leading at least one person to Jesus as your savior. You have just made the most exciting commitment that I believe that you can make in your life as a Christian to be used by God to bring others to him. Now go confidently and boldly into the direction of your God-given dreams. Live the life you've always imagined as a soul winner, reaching people for our Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks so much for your time with me today. It's been an amazing time. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it inspired you on your journey of sharing your faith in Jesus with others. Make sure to check out the show notes for a description of today's show along with other details. And also make sure to share this with a friend and subscribe over on Apple Podcast as well. I really appreciate feedback evangelism on fire nation so share a review on apple and let me know what part of this episode resonated with you the most and if no one has told you lately god loves you i love you you matter and you have divine purpose now it's time to go out there and share the boom the gospel message with others make sure to join me for our next episode